Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Amen. Welcome to the Blaze. God bless you, family of God. It's your brother, DJ Sam Rock, right here on the Blaze, Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you missed any one of the Bible studies, it's okay. You could go to soulwinnerswithaz.org, click on radio shows, go down to where you see the Blaze Bible study, click that, and you see a player, and that player has an archive for around two years, um, two or three years, actually, of Bible studies covering so many topics as the Lord leads. Amen. And be blessed and see what the Lord has for you. See what the Lord is saying through the spirit of God, through his word. Amen. Not just through me, because if I'm just talking, there is no power in that. But when the Lord speaks through his word and there is someone who's just being used as a mouthpiece, there's a lot of power in that right now. Amen. There's definitely a lot of power in that. So feel free and, and be welcomed um, anytime that you wish to download them. They're absolutely free. You put it on your iPad, your iPod, um, your Android devices, your iPhone, however you want to download them so you can listen to them um, at a time that's convenient for you. I want to thank all the iHeartRadio listeners as well, the TuneIn listeners, the Spreaker listeners, the Stitcher listeners, the YouTube listeners, <clears throat> amen, all over the country and practically all over the world. I want to thank you. I pray a blessing over you right now in the name of Jesus. So tonight, we're just going to pray for the nation. Is that okay? We're going to pray for our nation. Um, tomorrow, um, on the time of this recording, we're in election time. And uh, this time, tomorrow, amen, we'll probably know our next president of the United States of America. Amen. Or at least um, get an idea of who is going to be um, that person. So I just decided, you know, um, there's a lot of bickering going on and a lot of, um, you know, I'm a Democrat, so I'm voting for this person. I'm a Republican. I'm voting for this person. What about Christians? What about being a brother and sister in the Lord? What about just seeking God on this whole issue? Uh, what about um, just um, listening to one, each, one another? Amen. I know for sure I don't know any of these candidates personally. Amen. So I can't say one thing or another. All I'm getting the information is from probably the same place where you're getting the information from. Maybe the news, maybe a, a, a you know a source that is reliable. Either way, but I know for sure, Amen. The most reliable source that I count on, at least for me, is the Word of God. Does the Word speak about today's this year's candidates? Does it speak about today's um, this year's election? Well, maybe, maybe not. But the principles of God are always there, Amen. And it's not the, it's not so much about your, um, what you want, like your, it's about the principles of God. Amen. The principle of God, the principles of God stand in any time, any generation, any culture. Amen. Every year, any day, amen. Any hour is the principles of God still stand. Now your preference is different. Your preference is, you know, according to what you want done in the country, what you want done in your life, what you want done in your community. That's a preference. Well, why don't we take the principles of God, amen, 
and see put that first before our preference and see what happens that's what i chose to do tonight so we're going to pray for our nation the nation of the united states of america really needs to turn back to the god amen the god of the scriptures that our forefathers originally um used that for a guide the word of god they used for guide to make the constitution to direct the country um really as a guide to really see the vision of america and to see a nation one nation under god you know it was supposed to be the united states of america not the divided states of america amen and freedom comes and liberty comes amen before the constitution was even written freedom and liberty comes when the holy spirit is raining right when the holy spirit is activated in your life and in my life so we're going to pray uh, for our nation um if you head over um you know i usually don't do this but i think this is interesting um so billy graham evangelistic association that's billy graham uh evangelist so it's billygram.org and he has uh on facebook he's doing a prayer live on facebook for the nation as well so i just decided you know i'm going to join my faith with his faith and all the people who are praying right now during this hour during this time amen there's power in prayer and when people uh, around america are, are believing for god to do something and make a move amen or revival or to guide us into the right decision making something definitely is going to happen and that's just an amazing thing so let's pray and then i'm going to speak about the two visions to Americas, an article that I saw on the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. I'm just going to read a couple of points about it, and um, then we'll go into the rest of prayer. Amen. If you have any prayer requests, and if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, don't be afraid to contact me at prayer at soulwinnerswithaz.org. That's prayer at soulwinnerswithaz.org. Also, you could Facebook me live uh, on the Facebook dot com forward slash soul winners or you could um just go to the soul winners website www.soulwinnerswithaz.org i'm also available on twitter it's at sam rock amen and um have have at it you know let's connect and let's really um hope for one another pray for one another encourage one another and even if you don't agree with christianity with me as a christian or whatever it's all it's all good dialogue is always good i'll listen to you and all I hope is that you will listen to me. And at the end of the day, you know, we have to all make decisions, right? And we have our own personal convictions. And, you know, we have to live by what we say. At least I try to live by what I say. But the greatest thing about being a Christ follower is that I could live by what God has said. And you might say, well, I'm an atheist. I don't believe in God. So you're just believing by what you say or what others say. And that's a choice. And it's okay. But my hope for an atheist is that they will receive the message of the gospel fully, the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, and then they will make a decision on their own. Not listen to this person or that person, but listen to the Holy Spirit, listen to the Word of God, listen to the prophets and, and the ambassadors of God, of Christ, amen, listen to the preaching and teachings of true Christians, born-again Christians, amen, and give yourself an opportunity to make a choice for yourself, because when you die and when I die, amen, um, the Bible says there's eternity. Eternity is a real long time. So if we make uh, a decision that's going to land us in the opposing side of all eternity, 
other than where God has intended us to be with. And that's going to be a long, 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 long mistake, a long consequence, right? So I wouldn't risk my eternity on by, by what somebody's telling me. I'd rather risk my eternity about a book that has been proven, scrutinized for thousands of years and has been proven time and time again um, through archaeology finding, um, through prophecy, um, just through the word itself and history, amen, and accounts and testimonies all through so many thousands of years. And it's been tried and tested and it's still true. I rather believe in the scriptures that God has placed in my hand and in your hands that's freely offered and freely given all over the world. Um, the best-selling um, book of all time, yet in America, one of the least read books uh, in all, of all time. It's an amazing thing. So, Father, I thank you for the opportunity um, to reach um, your people and to reach those who are listening, Lord God, by way of your Holy Spirit. I thank you, Lord God, for this country that we call the United States of America, that we call America, Lord God. Thank you for blessing us. Thank you for giving us um, an opportunity to be a light in this world, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, that we have freedom of religion, freedom of speech right now. Thank you for leading the forefathers of America, Lord God, the forefathers that um, wrote in the Constitution, wrote the Constitution, signed it, Lord God, that although they were not all followers of Jesus Christ, but you have um, show them a guideline, Lord God. You show them the law of God. You show them the peace of God. You show them the mercy of God. You show them the love of God, Lord God. And they were influenced so much and influenced so much that they created the slogan, One Nation Under God. Hallelujah. And they realized who God was and who the Savior Jesus was. Amen. So I thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to speak life, Lord God, and not death, to speak truth and not lies, Lord God. I pray for every single listener right now in the name of Jesus. I pray for clarity so that when they go and vote, Lord God, they will have a clear conscience, Lord God, that you are leading them to the right decision, the right candidate, Lord God. I'm not going to endorse the left or the right. I'm just going to endorse your word that you are sovereign over us, Lord God. And I thank you, Lord Jesus. For this country, for the opportunity to see another day and to see what happens, Lord God. I pray against any demonic influences right now in the name of Jesus that is going through our country, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that you would strengthen us, band us together, bond us together as one body under one God, under one faith, under one country, Lord God. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you would do something right now in the name of Jesus for every single listener, their family. If they're in need, Lord God, let them know that with you there is no lack. If they are, are sick, Lord God, let them know that you are the, the great physician and that you are the healer, Lord God. If they uh, have suicidal thoughts, let them know, Lord God, that you are the life giver. You promise eternal life, Lord God. So I pray, Lord God, that we will repent and turn our faces back to you, Lord God. Forgive us, Lord Jesus, for making such a, a mockery, Lord God, in this country about you, Lord God, about your son and about your Holy Spirit. I pray, Lord God, all things that we have done to offend you, Lord God, I pray and I ask for forgiveness, Lord Jesus, that we will continue to seek your name, seek your face, and know that you are God and you are God alone. In the name of Jesus, I pray this by faith. And all the believers said, Amen. So on the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association website, there's an article here that caught my attention. It says, Two Visions, Two Americas. And they have both candidates there, right? And it says, This November 8th, American voters will decide what is arguably 
the most consequential presidential election in decades. First, let me just say, every election, they say this, that this is the most important election, most important. And I respect that, but every election is important. Every election is important. Um, just as this one has been, at least in my lifetime, this one was like, man, they were fighting. It was like, they didn't even want to shake hands. It was like a war. Amen. A war. Two major party candidates are being offered to voters. Two distinct visions are being cast. So in other words, there's one candidate casting one vision for America and then other candidates casting a different vision for for America. Um, But there's one America. So whoever wins, amen, they have to cast their vision for one America. There cannot be two Americas. Amen. There's two candidates right now, but there will only be one after the election. Amen. So one vision includes a nation where free speech and religious liberty are constitutionally protected bedrock principles. The other continues along a path where such principles are quickly um, jettisoned. Amen. I'm sorry. With the latest turn of the sexual revolution. In other words, um, you know, there's a lot of things going on in America. And since we have freedom of choice, um, sometimes when you make a choice and it's opposing to a choice or if you make a decision and it's opposed to a person's decision, amen, there's some kind of argument. It's amazing. As Christ followers, we need to know how to communicate. We should be the communicators, especially within the body. We can't expect somebody outside of, right, outside of Christianity to agree with us all the time. But we as Christians, as Christ followers, no matter what, we need to come to some kind of agreement, even if we have to agree to disagree. I don't know how that works out in the word and the kingdom of God. Amen. Because I know there's power in agreement. But I know it's it's happened with the disciples that they disagreed on certain things. And, um, you know, things had to straighten themselves out by the power of the Holy Spirit, not by the power of, of any politician or anything. But as Christians, we need to look at this election and be one. Amen. Not um, be divided because of this or of that. If we don't agree on the candidates, it should still be okay. Let's agree that God is sovereign; He's in control of all the presidents. He's He's has the the you know He has the government on His shoulders. Amen. All authority is placed by God, and God knows what He's doing. He's never going to be surprised. He's never going to run out of ideas. He knows what's going on, and He will use who He wants to use. Um, to orchestrate his plan on this earth. Amen. So one vision aspires as a first priority to use our nation's military as a fighting force to keep America and the world safe from bad actors. The other would continue using the armed forces as a social experimentation lab where the LGBT agenda takes precedence over troop readiness and morale. And where placing women in ground combat roles supersedes obvious gender differences. Wow. Now, going back to God's creation, right? God created man first and he created woman out of man, right? And we know that the formulation or the guidelines or the order that God has placed, it's, you know, man is, is over woman, but God is over man. Amen. But women are also helpmates, so they are helpers. So 
it's I, I don't want to really get into it really too much because it's deep and I don't have the time. But God's order remains God. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. God's order. It doesn't get changed because some people have opinion against God's order. God's order still will remain God's order. No matter what agenda, no matter what policy, no matter what candidate wins, God's order remains the same it may seem like it's changing but the only thing that changes in america when it comes to god is the constitution or they want to create new bills and laws and all that stuff but the law of the land will change the law of the lord will never change amen god's word is god's word so we just have to make that distinction we have to know that one vision would seek to build a federal judiciary including the supreme court that interprets the constitution as an enduring document for the nation with timeless guiding principles for civil government. The other would appoint liberal progressive judges to federal courts who believe the Constitution is a living, breathing document that bends with the times and with evolving evolving moral standards. In other words, the first uh, vision, um, you know, if you stick to the Constitution and read it for literally and for what it really is you have to come to the conclusion of what the constitution says now because of the change of the culture and the changing of the times the other candidate would like to bend the constitution to fit the culture well let's see can we bend the word of god to fit the culture or was the word of god set up by god to work in any culture we don't have to bend nothing in the Word of God. But like I said, the Constitution is one thing. The Word of God is another. The supreme over the other is the Word of God. And then, you know, if you want to connect it to the Constitution, it should go in that order, the Word first. So as people of God, we need to be in the Word. Um, although these candidates' names might not be in the Scriptures, amen, but the principles of God, the way He wants us to choose and the way He wants us to um, react and respond to the culture is all through the scriptures from the Old Testament to the New Testament. God is interested in um, politics because he wrote a book called Kings and he wrote a book called Judges. Amen. So he knows about policy, about um, political views, government. God knows because he established all things. Government in the scriptures says that it was created to protect. Amen. Um, from evil, not to use evil um, to really condemn people or to use evil to threaten people. No, the government is there and it's established by God to uphold the law, to protect, amen, to protect our freedom, our liberties, and to bring justice to those who go against the law. So you notice that if a cop comes up to somebody who's innocent, that innocent person shouldn't be threatened or should feel threatened but if a cop goes up to someone who's um, doing something wrong or has done something wrong if you notice that person will be apprehensive and they will be like whoa I know my rights I know this this and that and they might cause a big 
situation out of nothing. Amen. With with an aging Supreme Court already absent, one justice. So there's one justice actually in the Supreme Court that needs to, a seat to be filled. With an aging Supreme Court already absent, one justice after the unexpected death last year of conservative stalwart Antoni Scalia, Antonin Scalia, perhaps four new Supreme Court justices will be appointed after this election, right? The next president will be either Democrat, um, Hillary Clinton, or Republican Donald Trump. These are, at the time of this recording, these are our presidential candidates. And he or she will nominate those vital Supreme Court justices. So we need to see beyond um, the person we're really voting for. We need to see who they can appoint, um, to be honest. And you know, I have to pray about this, but I don't like any of the candidates. I don't know if I'm the only one, but um, seeing beyond them, uh, we need to look at the next generations that are coming after us and try to set up some kind of way that the Supreme Court justices will be in place to uphold moral standards and moral laws like and you know constitutional things and that um that could be a big decision maker for you tomorrow um just thinking about the Supreme Court justices those judges will serve decades and make their judicial decisions felt for generations in an age in which the Supreme Court and the federal bench have trended toward an activist lawmaking role instead of their intended task, which is to act as umpires of the Constitution. The stakes for religious freedom and limited government are monumental. Amen. In fact, says Tony Perkins, president of the Washington, D.C.-based Family Research Council, the very survival of our democratic republic may hinge on the fundamental beliefs of the next chief executive. So this is why people say, hey, this is a very important election. All elections are important, but I know what they're saying. Amen? So as Christians, what do we do? How do we respond? Do we get mad at each other because we disagree on a candidate? Or do we pray for our nation? Amen? Well, I'm going to do the latter. I'm going to pray for our nation. If you want to join me in prayer, amen, do so. You can leave comments as well as this prayer is being heard all through the nation. And if you want to leave comments on the either Facebook page, right under the player, or on the Spreaker app, amen, do so. Amen. Leave a comment. Let me know that you stand for justice and for truth. Amen. And I can't tell you who to vote for. And I believe God won't even tell us to vote for who to vote for. I believe he's going to set up his word in our hearts and our minds to make a decision based on his plan for whichever candidate he wants there because he actually is sovereign. He's in control of the election. People say, you know, one candidate is saying that the the, the um, those whole process of election is rigged. That's what one candidate is saying. I think there's some truth to that um, because I know that God is sovereign. He's in control. Um, so no matter what, he's going to get the final um, decision made. Amen. He's going to do it. So let's take it to the Lord in prayer. Amen. I didn't really have too much to say about it, but I know for sure that there is power in prayer. Lord Jesus, our place and we place our hope in you, Lord God, because you said that hope never disappoints. And Lord God, we are in a time where the culture and Christianity are at odds. 
And Father God, we should be the light of the world and the salt of the earth as you said we were, Lord God. So help us, Lord God, connect, help us engage the culture for your cause, for the kingdom of God, and not be viewed, Lord God, as a bickering uh, body, Lord God, or as a, a, a people that has no compassion. Let us be known for compassion. Let us be known for unity. Let us help us, Lord God, be known for loving one another, Lord God. He said, how will they know that you are mine? And you said, Lord God, by the love that they see that we have for one another. So I speak love, Lord God, in the name of Jesus all throughout the country, all throughout all the denominations and the churches, Lord God. Let us come to an agreement that you are Lord and that you are Savior and that you are the God of love and that we are commanded to love our neighbor as we love ourselves, Lord God, and to put you first, Lord God, to love you with all our heart and all our strength and all our soul, Lord God, and that nothing will move us, Lord God, to hatred. Nothing will move us, Lord God, to fear. Nothing will move us, Lord God, to being indecisive. Nothing will move us, Lord God, to be hypocritical. But help us, Lord God, by the power of your spirit to attend, Lord God, our hearts, to guard our hearts, Lord God, to just live with and dwell, Lord God, freely with every single believer, Lord God, all those whosoever who call upon your name to be saved. I pray that whoever is elected, Lord God, that we will begin, Lord God, right now to pray for their leadership to be guided and guarded and really orchestrated by your very hand, Lord God. And you are able, Lord Jesus, to intervene in any which way you want, Lord God. So I ask you, Lord Jesus, in your mighty name, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, to move on behalf of your people's prayers, Lord God, because you see the desperation, you see the need, you see um, where this country has headed, Lord God, and what where we went wrong. You see it all, Lord God, yet your grace still allows us to breathe and to see another day. Thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for today, Lord Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, for the opportunity to be a voice crying out into the wilderness, still making a way for your return, Lord God. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, that every single believer, Lord God, that is unified right now by your spirit, that is praying and speaking in tongues and doing all that you have called them to do, you have gifted them to do, Lord God, that you have anointed them to do, that you have appointed them to do, Lord God, that it shall come to pass. I pray for every single brother and sister in the name of Jesus to come together right now as one, one body, Lord God, facing this huge decision, facing this election, Lord God, and facing it forward, knowing that we should not shrink back and that we should be a voice, a voice of America, a voice a sound voice of truth, a voice of reason, a voice of compassion, a voice of strength, a voice of love, a voice of grace, and a voice of mercy, and a voice of justice, Lord God. Help us be what you called us to be, Lord God. The ecclesia, the church, Lord God, the body. Hallelujah. And I pray, Lord God, that you would just continue to be magnified and glorified because you are above every single king because you are the king of kings and the Lord of lords, Lord God. That if you wish, Lord God, um, to just have whatever candidate, whoever you place there, Lord God, we will pray for them and we will be obedient to your word um, and um, just submit to authority because submitting to authority, Lord God, shows that we are in love with you because you have set and put all authority into place. I thank you, Lord God, for your revelation, for your peace, 
for your guidance, for guarding and strengthening us, Lord God, and protecting us, Lord Jesus, as Americans, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that no weapon forged against us shall prosper. And I pray, Lord God, I had your protection over both candidates, Lord God. I had your protection over their vice um, presidencies, Lord God, over their Supreme Court justices, Lord God, right now, over every single government official that has their hand in this, Lord Jesus. I pray for their families as well, both candidates, Lord God, that you would touch their hearts, touch their minds, give them strength to their bodies, Lord God, that you would heal them if they are, are ill, Lord God. And Lord God, that you would give them favor with you so they could be found favor with man, Lord God. So I thank you, Lord God, because you will do the right thing because you always do the right thing, Lord Jesus. And I thank you, Lord God, that we can rely and trust in what you are doing this very day, this very hour, this very minute, Lord Jesus, because you are on time, God, Lord God. Your word is now. Your word is for today. You are more than a conqueror. You are the great I am. You are the living and only true and loving God. You are the Lord Jesus. And I thank you for the revelation of who you are, Lord God. We need you back in our schools. We need you back in our armed forces. We need you back in our churches. We need you back in our businesses. We need you back, Lord God. You said you would never leave us nor forsake us. You would never fail us, Lord God. So we count on your word that it will be established in the hearts of every man and every woman that has called upon your name. Start with the youngest to the oldest, Lord God. The youngest in the faith to the oldest in the faith. Let us all repent. In the name of Jesus and turn our faces back to the kingdom of God and seek that first and then everything and your righteousness and everything else will be given to us as well. It will be added to us as well, Lord God, because you are the God of multiplication. You are the God of the abundance, Lord Jesus. So I pray, Lord God, that every single Christ follower that enters into that voting booth, Lord God, will have already had prayed and you will already have guided their hearts and their minds, including myself and my wife and my family, that we would pick who you picked, Lord God. Can't get any simpler than that. I can't get any pinpoint than that as a prayer, Lord God, that we will pick who you want us to pick, Lord God. And if for some reason you tell us not to, Lord God, vote, and we sense that in the spirit, I pray, Lord God, that you would call upon the generals of the faith, the fathers of the faith for this time and this age, Lord God, that you would speak, Lord God, and that we will all hear your word through them, through your word, through the power of your Holy Spirit, Lord God, that we will come together as a body and the whole world will recognize that these Christians stood together and made the decision that God made through us. Thank you for the opportunity, Lord Jesus. Give you all the glory, all the honor, all the worship, and all the praise. In the name of Jesus, I pray by faith. Amen. Amen. So do what God wants you to do. Ask for God's wisdom. Wisdom of God is knowing what God would have you do. And then trust in that decision that God helped you make. And just go forward knowing that this nation is in need of a great awakening, a great revival. And the only way that will happen is through fasting and prayer. And that we would turn our faces and turn our lives back to God, the Lord Almighty, in the name of Jesus, right? Amen. So remember, go do um, the privilege of voting. It's a privilege. Um, take advantage of that. And it's your right. And I believe that God is saying, do it. Let your voice be heard. 
and leave all the results and all the rest up to him because he is good. Amen. Peace. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.